welcome back to the virtual table. <laughs> welcome back. Just on a little sailboat out here, overlooking the ocean. Sailing in the sea. Yeah. It's nice. Nice out here. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. This yeah. is a, a nice it's yacht. Be away. Yeah, it's a nice it's yacht. Good, it's good to be away. Yeah. When you can fabricate your own, it's a, <laughs> you can make it pretty fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the waves and the sun just beaming down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dolphins, the orcas. It's pretty beautiful out here. And some trout. Mm, well, and I'm not trout. doing that, but yeah. Mm hmm. Just picking seaweed from the ocean for y'all. <laughs> Fry this up. I've got, I've got my um, <clears throat> my earth-grown protein sources here, so yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, but I've been uh, doing a lot of reading this quarantine period. That's one thing, like, things have been, like, really hectic and crazy, but um, I had joined a book club, actually, right before we went into lockdown, which I really enjoy. Um, we read a book every month and get together and talk about it. And um, so we've switched, obviously, to a virtual meeting, which has been going well. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I've been doing a lot of reading, which has been, like, an upside of the quarantine. And let me say, because a lot of people have been like, how do you find time to read? These audiobooks are like the best thing ever. Because <laughs> when I say I'm reading, yeah. not really with my eyes, because I don't have time to actually sit and read, because like I'm working and yeah. taking care of kids and homeschooling and doing all that. But while I'm like cooking and cleaning and taking our strolls around the block, I listen to these audiobooks and it has been fantastic. So like if you're not hip to the audiobooks, yeah, just, you know, get a subscription, get some. They're amazing. Thank you to all these readers who sit and read for like 10 hours so that I can like <laughs> hear a book. <laughs> but yes. um, yeah, so I say all that to say I read um, Parable of the Sower by Octavia Butler, not to be confused with Octavia Spencer. I know people are like, Octavia Spencer? Right? No, not Octavia Spencer. Octavia Butler. Okay. So she yes. is um, sci-fi. um speculative fiction horror writer um black woman not a lot of black women in that genre so um big ups to octavia butler she's deceased she by passed the way, away yeah mm -hmm. by the way yep i was one of those people <laughs> you thought it was oh, what you out? <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna do it but you go ahead and put yourself out there so yeah <laughs> yeah but well, you said it because i had this uh -huh. shitty eating smirk on my face. I was like, damn, that was me. I thought it was What are you gonna call you? <laughs> on out? <a> salty joint. <laughs> oh, I God. thought it was I thought everybody knew. <laughs> but she's an amazing writer. She wrote this book, Parable of the Sower, back in like, I don't know, the early nineties, I think. And it's like, you yes. know, this kind of um post apocalyptic America where, you know, there's you know crime and there's a lot of like insecurity, economic insecurity, housing insecurity. So like, there's just a lot yeah. of crime and violence. A few working poor people have been who've managed to like live in these gated communities um, that are quickly being overtaken by the masses of people who are like on the streets and starving and have just basically moved on to a life of crime. Anyway, read the book. It's amazing. Um, but I think the scariest thing about it is that like it seems to reflect where we are right now. So it, it starts in 2024, which is just a few years from now. 
Um, okay. So it's the near future. It is the very near future now. I mean, when she wrote it, it was, you know, a few decades off, but now it is the very near future. Um, but it just... So was hers like flying cars and stuff? No, it wasn't flying cars. I mean, we had basically like run out of fuel and natural resources are, are scarce. Oh. And yeah, I mean, okay. there's... Yeah, so no, there's not flying cars. It is definitely like a post-apocalyptic type world that people are living. The United States in particular, some places are faring better, but there's a lot of borders that have been closed off. Even borders between states are being closed. Definitely borders into Canada are being closed. Um, But I like read this and it like really freaked me out because I always had in my mind like, is it at some point are we gonna need to like jump ship on america like are we gonna need to flee (laughs) like are we gonna become like the mexicans to like canada you know how like we want to build this wall and keep people out and we are always making not we but our current leadership are making mexicans out to be like they're just like rapists and murderers i think he actually used those exact words um he did and so but are we going to become those people to like our friendly neighbors to the north? And that has like happened in this book, um, amongst a lot of other things. Oh, okay. So and so we, just, um, okay. Yeah. And so it just got me thinking just because like, I feel like we're on this path of destruction right now where it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, there's disease running rampant. We have incompetent leadership. Um, the wealth gap is getting wider and wider. The number of people who have like economic and food insecurities and housing insecurities are getting bigger and bigger. Um, you know, there's global warming or global climate change happening. And so like we're, we're well, that's my question, though. That's yeah. So question. so we're veering towards this world that she wrote about. And so I've been like, do we need to jump ship on America? Because our incompetent leadership is just really going to drive us into the ground like amongst all these other things that are happening if we have poor leadership then we have no chance of survival <laughs> i think if i think if um trump wins again mm-hmm. that that's a serious question. that might be the tr- <laughs> might be the trigger I, I think i think america's already going towards a path that's like hey it's gonna be hard to come back from this man yeah you know and if he's there again, it's like, it's going to be impossible to come back from this man. Yeah. But where are you going to jump to? Where would you jump to? Well, that's a good question. I actually had posed this, you know, to some friends and um, on social media. And it kind of, you know, sparked up a really good conversation. We're going to actually try and have like an offline dialogue about this. Because there are some people who are living as expats in other countries or who have for many years. And... um we just want to talk about what is an alternative place where we might want to live other than America. The thing that we have to keep in mind, we in particular as black people, is that of all the people who are discriminated against in the world, black people seem to be the most discriminated against. So it's like we might go to a country that has like better leadership and better infrastructure, but we are going to have to face the fact that we might still be looked down upon. Well, we'll likely, highly likely still be looked down upon because we are black. Um, And so balancing that against like survival in a place that is better equipped to survive whatever is to come. So yeah. Well, the good thing is that you're already used to it. (laughs) Yeah, well, we're used to it here. We're used to it here. Um, I don't know what it looks like living in other places though. That is true, that is true. And so, um, I mean, you can go to yeah. European countries and you have to deal with that. But then you can also go to places in Africa. And we, I mean, a lot of parts of Africa, they don't view us as their brethren. We are Americans. Um, 
we are the descendants of slaves. And so they look at us differently and look down upon us in some instances. Yeah, Wakanda's not real. Africa's (laughs) not letting you win like that, man. (laughs) Not like that, you know? Um, And then as women, we also have to think Mm -hmm. about, like, you know, there's places that the misogyny just runs deep. Like, there's some places I just wouldn't want to live because I don't want to live, you know, you, you move to maybe some place where there's black people so like you can blend in with the black people but then as a woman you're looked down upon so it's just like yeah. man which poison am i going to pick here yeah i don't i don't know um i i don't, I don't know where i would go I, I have no idea where i would pick outside Honestly, of canada at this point i think canada would probably be my only choice but see you got to eliminate canada because that's too easy <laughs> you, you <laughs> can't pick canada <laughs> Everybody and their mama's gonna want to go to Canada. Every, Canada okay. is gonna build a, a hedge to keep us out or something. It won't be a wall. Yeah. It'll be something friendly like a hedge. But um, yeah, at some point they're gonna be like, yeah, y'all can't come here. <laughs> yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna pull the same old trick. Oh, they're gonna pull it. That's yeah. The thing. Outside of Canada, where would you go? I've been across know. the pine, and it, I, I haven't. It's been. Like, it's okay to be a tourist there, yeah. but I couldn't imagine trying to live there. Right. You know, like, I would literally be a fish out of water. Like, that would, yeah, no. It's different when you cross the, when you cross the pond, man. When you, I mean, not the pond, but when you cross the ocean. Right. Know? No, it's, you're it's, right. I mean, yeah. I, yes, I've been in Europe a number of times, but like you, as a tourist or for work, um, Mm-hmm. I did a study abroad, actually, when I was in high school. So I guess I spent a couple months there at one point in France. But, um, yeah, I don't know what it would be like to live there. But, I mean, the thing is, places like the U.K. have a lot of black people. So you could probably find yourself in a community of black people. They're Africans, primarily. Um, yeah. And so then you still have that bit of a divide. But at least there's brown people there you can have some kinship with if uh, things get difficult with regards yeah. to race relations. Um and I think that's the yeah. next spot for me too. I think we'll be the UK. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh shit. Here comes Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there's place. I mean, there's some beautiful places in Africa too. Um, again, like I said, you run into that problem where they might not look at you as one of them. They look at you again as you know an outsider. Um, what about South Africa? have spent a lot of time in South Africa and I really like South Africa. The problem with parts of South Africa, in my opinion, is that the violence is just so intense. And it's so intense, I think, because, yeah, because, like, the wealth divide is so apparent. Like, you go places, like, I spent a lot of time in Cape Town, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, Lots of really nice things to do, beautiful country. But you have people living in shacks that look like slave quarters. And then you have people living in these beautiful houses on the waterfront. And I mean, it's just a couple of blocks different between the two. And so when you have such a divide in the way people live and the access to, you know, finances and food and healthcare, I mean, it breeds an environment of violence, um, which is actually in the parable of the sower. I mean, it was kind of the same scenario. Like you've got people who have so little and then people who have some people who have so much or not even so much but enough to live fairly comfortably um it results in a lot of violence so there's a lot of violence in south africa i don't know if i would be comfortable living there long term um but i you know there's parts of west africa rwanda surprisingly is 
I've never been to Rwanda, but um, after the genocide that happened there yeah, a few decades say, ago, they're doing, yeah, they're doing good now. They have turned the corner. I mean, they from everything I've read about Rwanda and from all the people who've been there. I mean, it's one of the cleanest places in Africa. Has one of the lowest crime rates. Um, they have turned the corner and have like really pushed past that part of their history and are flourishing. So oh, I don't know, good. maybe Rwanda. I don't, I don't know, but I, I ain't ready to go there yet. But no, I, 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 <laughs> I know that genocide, yeah. <laughs> genocide is that, still that was, a little fresh on the mind. <laughs> that, was, that was a little bit too recent for me, man. Nah, man, they got to be like hundred years past that. Yeah, so <laughs> that was horrible. I don't know, but when I get together with my friends and we have this conversation, um, I think we're going to come back to this discussion and see, like, where might yeah. be an alternative place for us to live that's um, that's suitable and is the where lesser is of all Wakanda? the evils. Where is my where Wakanda? Is Wakanda? Where is your Wakanda? People also mention a number of places in the Caribbean which are quite nice. I've heard, like, Costa Rica and Barbados are nice. My only issue with the Caribbean is, man, they get slammed with some hurricanes. It destroys yeah, everything. I'm like, yeah, hmm. Nah. Is there any part of the Caribbean does not <laughs> that does not get slammed with hurricanes? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. No, I'm good with so, that. So, uh, I got that one. Yeah, but yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see what people say. Where is your Let's Wakanda? See. We'll we'll come back to this. To be continued. Sometimes I find myself lost in cause The cause that's all vibes, I won't talk at all I think before and drink some more before it pours I'm out the door, feeling my life is war Still for sore, but find that I'm laughing more Rap before, release and recap, of course Some days of your embrace, couldn't have asked for more Leaving hickeys just beneath the line of your jaw But still a paw, fill up my dream, make dreams fall To see you from a distance, hear my heart call It goes to war, I guess I love to not mature Do you ever get the urge to picture it? Explore the day before to be you I'm Jason Moore. Don't know why I get the feeling that you dated more than I have. What the fuck can I blame you for? You're worth more than one make So we've been talking a lot about quarantine and the Rona. The <laughs> last nine weeks down, have been man. crazy. This world is going down. <laughs> Post apocalyptic world. Stuck Having to abandon house. our country. Stuck in the house. <laughs> But in the midst of all this, there's still some good things happening. There's, you know, there's art that's being made. You know, people are doing great things. And I feel like you're, you're one of the contributors to some of the good things that are happening in the world right now. So I try. Yeah. I try. I mean, you're, you're putting music out there. And I think art is definitely um, healing to the soul. So I think this is perfect time to put your art out there. So, um, yeah. Well, you know, I hope, I hope that's what it. it can do. I hope that's what it can do. You know? Um, yeah. We got a lot of music coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. Damu and myself uh, put out a record called Moment of Change. Okay. Um, that was in April. And now we uh, have our record coming out with the un the, the, the master, uh, Archie right. Shep. Archie Shep. Yeah, we did a record with him. That um, is it's called, amazing. Thank you. It's called Ocean Bridges. And, yeah, uh, I think legendary. Yeah, I think it's a new. I think it's gonna be a new sound for people. You know that that's still that's yeah. groovy. You know, and uh, mm -hmm. it's jazzy, it's groovy, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I, I hope people enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. So how how did this come about? Because I mean, if you don't know Archie Shep, if you're not in the genre of jazz, um, then look him up. He is he's legendary. Um, yeah. And that was so the word this I was is a huge yeah yeah. <laughs> this is this is a huge deal. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, how did, how did this come about? And we should say, 
we do have some relation to him. Like we know yeah. him. He's our he's our <laughs> uncle. He's our mother's he's our brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, what mm-hmm. was that? That was in 2019, February of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, they were honoring him at the Kennedy Center, and we mm-hmm. went to see him. And um, you know, he gave me the whole like, hey, you know, how's your music coming along? Like he always asked me. And um, yeah. I told him. And he was like, well, why aren't you putting out more records? You need to. You need. It's your time to take over. And I said, well, I said, yeah, we're going to try. I was like, yeah, you should do one of these records with us. So I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek at the time, but he was like, yeah, just call me, you know, let's do it. So, um, you know, I tried them, and uh, it, actually my mom did. It was it was very uh-huh. much like, a, like <laughs> one of those things when you're young and your mom was like, oh, I'll call my brother, you know. Right. And so she called. She was on it, man. She yeah. called him. And uh, he agreed to do it. He came in the summer. I got all my musicians together. I said, "Look, man, like, let's play." Some of my musicians was like, "You know what? What should I, you know, what should I bring to the table?" I said, "Nothing. Just, just follow his lead." Show man. up. Yeah. And um, uh-huh. he did. And what came out was this album. I sat in the studio and was just like listening to it. I was like, "Yo, I, I think I could make a full hip hop album out of this." And uh, yeah, Damo and I got together. We mixed the record together. And uh, yeah, we came out with this project that I think, I think we like. I mean, you've heard it. We we like it a lot. We we, yeah. we really enjoyed it. You know, so. No, I think it's amazing. It's and it's real music, which I love. You know, it's real music yeah. with real musicians, real talented musicians. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's it's great. It's a beautiful blend of music of jazz and hip hop and um, yeah. The lyrics flow really well with the music. I mean, it's just it's it's perfect. Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks. I think uh, I think it's a little song for everybody on it. You know. And yeah. I think that's uh, and something just to switch up the vibe. I know things are mm-hmm. things things suck right now. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like when your kid says, mm-hmm. "Mom, this sucks," and this is the one time you can be like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does suck. Yeah. And it um, could always on. be worse. Yeah. It could always yes. be worse, mm-hmm. but it still sucks. And um, right. So I, I don't know. I try to. I think a lot of times with these kind of records, we try to paint stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a. Uh, it's like a. It's like a little movie for you. You know, you can travel okay. through it. So hopefully. What's one of your uh, your favorite pieces on there? Um, I, I like a lot of them, man. I like I like Searching Souls. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good song on there. Um, I like uh, Aperture, and. Uh, okay. You know, I like uh, tulips. Yeah, tulips mm-hmm. is a good one. And yeah, it's they all they all they all bring their own unique flavor. You know what I mean? I okay. feel like tulips feels like spring. You know? Uh-huh. I feel like searching souls is kinda like it feels like a wake up call to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and uh you know, learning to breathe, I think that feels like an acid trip. <laughs> you know. But what's interesting is learning to breathe, and if you haven't seen the video, I encourage you to go check it out. Um, it was so crazy when I saw the video, even though it was recorded months ago. Yeah. When you see it, like visually, it's like a sign of the times that we're in right now because, like, our breath right now is so important. It's potentially so detrimental you know i mean we've got this like respiratory disease that's like running rampant and killing people so when you see that video you're like wow like this is it it feels like so current such a sign of times even though it was recorded before any of this happened 
Yeah, and you would think kind that it was amazing like, how that happened. Yeah. Yeah, and that that was that was um that was dumb luck. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, uh-huh. we 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 knew like it was weird things happening, but like we came up with this idea so long ago, and mm-hmm. it just so happened by the time it was by by the time it was time for it to come out. It, the, the world had changed and it, it was all yeah. resemblance of like putting on gas mask and like breathing right. and you know um it, the the original point of the song was like you know it's if archie said pass the torch and mm-hmm. and i gotta pick up where he left off on it so we're we're in the studio together now and like we're developing this brand new style of how to approach music you know Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, okay, so learning to breathe, you know what I mean? It's like I'm starting all over, and it's like, yeah, that's the one thing in life that you have to learn how to do on your own. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you learn to crawl. You know, parents can help you with that. Learn to walk to help you with that. How to yeah. eat everything, but learning to breathe is if you're not doing that, gotta take that breath, right? Yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta take, you that, gotta take that breath. That breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where that's where it was. And then every time I think of it, I'm always thinking. Some I don't know who said that, and maybe it's famous, but like, as a baby, you breathe through your stomach, you know, as a man, mm-hmm. you breathe through your lungs, and when you're old, you breathe like through your neck, you know what I mean, like uh, right by your mm-hmm. esophagus or whatever, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like, so I'm always looking at that, like, uh, I mean, kind of like meeting in the middle, because he's the older, I'm like, it's like not youth, I'm kind of old myself, but <laughs> I'm, the young, I'm the younger one. Relative, relative to him, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, yeah, I don't know, the whole thing was just um, a new approach. And, and, you know, it was, I got to play with um, Pat and Aaron, which are two of my best friends, you know. And right. We've been playing music for the better part of 20 years ago. But, you know, mm-hmm. everybody's getting married and settling them down, so you don't do it that often. <laughs> and, uh, right. And, Takes uh, up your time. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then my man Luke came through and Damu was there. Like, all my, all my friends were there. And uh, I think the, the energy was just good. It was just good. Energy, yeah. You know, and it, it looks like it. It looks like yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that's that's amazing. So no, it came together really well. And like I said, the video, that first video that came out, looks like it was made for today. You know, yeah. looks like it was made for today. So it was it was kind of prophetic. Like the universe just like spoke to you and put that image together because like right. that's where we were gonna be where it came out when uh when the video came out. So I'm excited for you guys. Um, yeah, I think it's great. And yeah, I encourage y'all to go out and check it out. Support the arts. Um, it's vital right now, I think, to our well-being. And hopefully moving forward uh, as a society, we'll see how important the arts are. A lot of arts programs are being cut in school and in communities and stuff, but um, yeah. the arts are critical. So I hope that people are. are reminded of that during this time. And it's one of the things that I think that we appreciate so much that people are producing while we're... Um, you know, in our self-quarantine. Yeah. They'll survive. As long as there's people, there's art. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll figure out a way. Cool. Play on. Play on. Peace. To the God is the one up high Born planet Earth, kiss the sun up high Gone with the wind, don't give a damn if I 
Offend the ones who don't like my sound Black baby born, we've been torn apart Burnt alive, now we're reborn in art Feel that shit, instrument, play this hard Something that you're born with, you can't bite this bar Hammerhead, deep water, you can't tread You instead, dock up how I live Rarely rest, brain while there's no rest Speak my life, middle finger, all the rest Jay don't get sense, travel on my quest A million miles, but I'll never less Stay in tune, must know my people's mood Keep my shoes laced up and on a move Like, undercover, he's so cool And Slick talker speaking rude, nah If you know what hurts is true, so Listen, can you hit my clues, bro? So brother for the People the Mumbai, yeah Y'all want the murder We just go on our way This full of power That's how we pull our way All for the people Let's do it now today Oh boy, quarantine. Yeah. So um, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Where are we going? We don't know where we're going. We don't know where we're jumping ship. We don't know where we're going. Yeah. But uh, I think that we need to be open-minded. You know, one of my friends. It was interesting because she was just like, "This is my home. I'm not going anywhere," which I get. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, but I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. Like, if there's a place that I could, th- and I don't mean just I personally, but like I, yeah. as a community of people like me, black people, um, if we can thrive someplace, I'm like, I, I, I might be interested in going. Yeah, <laughs> Especially it's... if this country is thinking that like the current leadership is like the direction that we need to be going in. Like mm-hmm. if that's where the majority of the country is thinking, then maybe this is not the place that I need to be fighting for. Yeah, man, you know, it's, it's look, this is, this is a time that, I don't know if anybody else thought about it, but I've thought about this. It, I, I empathize, even though I've known people from different countries all my life, but I really empathize with the thought of having to move to a new place. Yeah. Different from your home. This is not right. your native language. And you come here right. and, and you make something of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to try to make something of yourself. I have a, just looking at and even thinking about this subject, I have a right. new empathy for people who have made that trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, when when you do racial things, you know what I mean? And, and, and the stereotype people, like, just... Put your, you gotta put yourself in another person's shoes before you act sometimes, you know? Right. No, I agree. Even the thought of this is like, it's scary and it's disappointing and yeah. it's frustrating because I've yeah. like spent so much time like building community and building like security and p- planning for my future and for retirement. And mm-hmm. feel like I've tried to do most things right. And um, I'm like, you know, in the next couple of years, is that all gonna go away? Yeah. which is it's frustrating um makes me angry makes me sad like yeah. i said when i see people in the street when i see our fellow americans and the way they act and the attitudes they have i'm like i, I don't know i don't know if we can coexist i don't know if we can sustain this lifestyle so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what the next few months and few years hold and what decisions that we have to make to survive it's funny it, it is well and you know we'll know in a few months 
you know, yeah. what kind of world we're really looking at. But before we go, I know we don't have a lot of time, but don't you find it interesting? You're seeing Obama everywhere. And you're uh -huh. like, where the hell is Joe Biden? <laughs> is Joe Biden the guy running? Who's running? The guy who's running right now. They're like, like, don't don't worry about that right now. Just just focus on Obama God. for a minute. Pretend he's you know, it's funny. President. I forget that we're like a couple months away from an election. I mean, for obvious reasons, like you know, yeah. pandemic, where it nearly probably by the time this is posted, probably be over a hundred thousand people have died in this country from mm -hmm. coronavirus. So I get it, but. It's weird. Normally, when you're this close to an election, you're bombarded with election coverage. Yeah. And now it's just kind of like death counter. Like, that's all you see when you turn on the TV is a death counter. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's well, crazy. yeah. It's, it's crazy times. Crazy so, times for sure. Anyway, but. we take it one day at a time and uh, we live to thrive, not just to survive. So. That's right. That's right. So yeah. I don't take no jive if you want to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> stay long. Yeah. <laughs> there's a time for love, there's a time for peace, and there's a time for war. What time is it? What time is it? Good times. We are the best.